Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I am a little bit nasally because if you listen to my last podcast, it's been a little bit of a ride. Okay. The last three weeks has been insane. And I want to say thank you so much for number one, being here. Number two, listening to this podcast. Number three, for reaching out. So many of you, amazing, amazing listeners, sent me a message on Instagram, sent me an email, sent me a DM. Like, I can't thank you enough for your care, for your love, for your support, for being here, for sharing the podcast with the women in your lives who you know need to hear it or the men in your lives. I'm just so grateful. So I just want to start this episode by saying thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. I do not take you for granted. Honestly, that was a big episode that I shared last week around how my world is crumbling and amazing shit is happening all at once. If you haven't listened, I will link it in the show notes so you can listen to it. It's called My Best Worst Week Ever. Um, So thank you. I want to start with that. I also want to share that we are about to open the doors for the sisterhood, my year-long coaching program for women who want to create the life they desire, heal their past, stand up, speak up, show up, create confidence, and work with me for 12 months. So that program is about to open. So please, if you're not already on my email list or on the wait list, which I will also link in the show notes, you'll be the first to know when the doors open for the sisterhood. Oh my God, what a game changer of a program. I can't even tell you. It's next level. So let's get into this episode, shall we? Why vulnerability feels hard. Gosh, let me talk about vulnerability for a second. To me, when I think about vulnerability and what that means, honestly, my definition is like getting metaphorically naked and letting people see me. Letting yourself be seen as you are. There is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you that shit's in my intro, okay? Vulnerability is hard because you're allowing yourself to be seen as you are. And as you are in the moment, let me just put a stress on that because that doesn't mean that's who you are. And if we take, for example, my share last week, a beautiful woman messaged me on Instagram and said, oh my God, I just found out about your podcast. I just listened to this episode of the worst, best week ever, and I'm hooked. I love your podcast. And I'm like, shit, that was her first episode she listened to? Damn, I wouldn't have have got her started on that one as the first because I'm like crying and it's a pretty massive, vulnerable, personal share as a podcast. But that's the podcast she started on. And she said, I'm hooked. Why? Because I was so exposed, I was so raw, I was so real in the moment, 
and I was letting myself be seen how I was then and there. Am I raw and real and, and upset and hurt right now? No, I got a stuffy nose. That's about it. But I'm feeling great. I've moved through a lot of the stuff that I had a few weeks back. So who I am right now, vulnerably sharing, is a woman with a stuffy nose. And two weeks ago, who I was, was a woman who was mourning that my mother relapsed and went to the hospital. So vulnerability feels hard because you got to be real in the moment. And we confuse that moment with who we are. I am not a hot mess. I am not my past. I am not my nasty thoughts. I am not my negative beliefs. I am not what happened to me. I am not my bank account. I am not my nails. I am not my hair. I am not my skin. And I am constantly shifting, changing, and evolving. And so aren't you, my darling. So I'm happy for you to see me at my lowest when I'm crying and upset because that's real for me in that moment. But I also don't confuse myself and crumble myself and think that's who I am. And that's the difference. I am not that moment. You are not that moment of vulnerability. You are not that moment of of weakness. Some people feel like vulnerability is weak. You are not a hot mess. Can you allow yourself to be seen in your different moments? It's a moment. And then that moment passes and something else happens. And that's also raw and real for you. And then something else happens. And so I love to be in the present moment. And so let's talk about this. First of all, people don't want to be seen. We say we do, but we want to be seen the way we want to be seen. You know what I'm saying? We want to control the way other people see us. Tony Robbins has this funny thing that he talks about and he's like, people don't, people want to be surprised, but they don't want problems. So it's like, yeah, I love surprises, except for when they're not in my favor, which are AKA problems. It's like, well, you don't get to choose the surprise. Surprise, you know, your mom relapsed or surprise, I bought you flowers. You don't get to choose. And when it's a problem, you don't like that because you can't control that. And so when we don't control the way people see us, we're not happy because we care so much about what other people think about us. It is just the way that we have been conditioned. It is one of the number one problems that stop our confidence. If you ask me what stops women from creating confidence, the number one is that we give too many shits about what other people think about us. It's like the confidence block. It's the cock blocker of confidence is caring too much what other people think of you. So if I'm going to expose myself in a weak moment, in a soft moment, in a vulnerable moment, and you're going to think something about me, no. Guard goes up. Vulnerability doesn't happen. I don't get to share my true self and what I feel because I don't feel safe. And that's huge. Feeling safe is massive. And for many of us who grew up with parents who neglected us, physically abused us, verbally abused us, made us in any way, shape, or form feel like we were not worthy, whether they did it consciously or subconsciously. That's the message. If we got that message as kids, safety is going to be big for you. And that was a big one for me as well. Trusting, safety. I didn't trust anybody. I still struggled with that shit. Like really genuinely trusting and putting all my trust into someone. So vulnerability feels hard because we don't want other people to judge us because we are judging ourselves for the moment that we're having. No, no, no. I'm going to share after. So many people, you know, have great news 
but they don't want to share it. My husband used to be like this. Like, I don't want to talk about the house we just bought yet. Hold on, hold on. Let's just wait until all the contracts are signed. I'm like, babe, we bought the fucking house. It's our house. Yeah, but I don't want to share that yet just in case. Just in case what? Like, just in case something bad happens and then we look stupid? We're not going to look stupid. That's a good thing. Who cares? But this, I have to be sure. I have to be sure that that's exactly what's going to happen. I have to control the situation a little bit so that we don't look silly or we don't look stupid or someone doesn't say something to us or we don't disappoint someone. And that's hard to control a situation that is unknown. The second one is being seen as not having our shit together. So guess what, my love? You're not always going to have your shit together. I don't. I always share when I don't have it together, just so you know how normal that shit is. We're not going to have our shit together. And the next point, people are going to judge you. Welcome to being a human on planet Earth. They're going to definitely judge you. The people you love the most, your family, all of it's going to happen. They're going to be wrong about you. Can you let them be wrong about you? Can you step into your vulnerability anyways? And what do you need to do in order to do that? What do you need in order to be vulnerable with your husband, with your wife, with your child, with your best friend, with yourself? Let's talk about that. What do you need to be vulnerable with yourself? How can you feel safe with yourself? I'll tell you how you don't do it. By tearing yourself down, by the inner critic taking over and ripping you to shreds. You are not going to trust yourself if you're not kind to yourself. Just straight up. That's just that's going to be really hard for yourself, your your highest self, your soul, your inner self, whatever you want to call it, to trust yourself when you tear yourself apart, when you look in the mirror and you're not being kind, when you call yourself stupid, when you talk down about yourself to others. You can hear that, by the way. What is her? Lisa Hayes, be careful what you say about yourself because you are listening. When you say shit, bad things about yourself, like, oh, I'm just dumb. Oh, I'm so stupid. I always do that dumb stuff. I don't know why I'm so stupid. I'm such an idiot. I hear so many women say that like it's not a horrible thing they're saying out of their mouth. It just comes out like easily. So how can you learn how to trust yourself? How can you repair that relationship with you? Pop this question down. What do I need to do in order to build trust with myself? How do I need to treat myself in order to build that trust back with me. What do I need to do, stop doing, keep doing, improve with me? Maybe you need time. Maybe you need space with yourself. Maybe you need a non-judgmental discussion on paper, a journal, journaling session. Maybe you need to look in the mirror and see yourself. And not from the physical fucking skin bag, by the way, but see who you are the miracle that you are, the miracle that your fucking body is without the label of tan, pale, cellulite, overweight, underweight, skinny, flat stomach, blah, blah, blah. That is not your body, by the way. That's not who you are. Again, more conditioning. So how can you build that trust with yourself? Because I promise you, if you don't trust you and you can't be vulnerable with yourself, you're going to find it so difficult to be vulnerable with others. We know it starts at home, always. Another reason why it feels hard is because if we're not pretending to have all our shit together and be organized and be great and be leaders in the field and we go out and say, I'm struggling or I don't know what to do or I'm a hot mess, how can we lead people? For me, I'm a coach. How can I coach people when I'm broken down myself? How can I coach people when I don't feel like a leader myself, when I'm having my own problems? 
many coaches, many therapists, many people that work in the field of personal development are like, how can I do that? I'm not going to look like I got my shit together. No one's going to trust me because I'm like a hot mess myself. And I just want to go ahead and say bullshit. That's bullshit. I am going to struggle. That's the reason why I'm a good fucking coach, because I know what my clients are moving through, because I've moved through it and I'm still moving through it. Anybody healed? We are healing. We are healing. It is ing. We're still doing it. So the self-judgment comes in and goes, well, if I was a professional, I'd have all my shit together and I wouldn't be triggered or I wouldn't be upset and I wouldn't be sleeping or I wouldn't be depressed. I shouldn't be doing that. Shouldn't is a word that needs to be taken out. That's bullshit. The reason why I've sat in therapy sessions with traditional psychologists and just not vibed and not opened up and felt like I couldn't trust them was because they were so transactional and so air quotes professional that I was like, you don't see me. You don't know what I'm going through. You're not like me. I can't know, like, and trust you. There was no exposing themselves. There was no reality. There was no, I see myself in your eyes. There was no relatability. And so one of the most powerful things I think that we do as leaders, as parents, you don't have to be a business owner. If you're a parent, that's one of the most powerful things you could do is say, baby, I don't know. Mommy's trying her hardest. I also don't know. I'm also sad. I don't have it all together. I'm sorry. I'm doing my best. I'm sorry I yelled at you. I don't know what to do. I I got upset because I reacted and I overreacted and that wasn't the right thing to do, but I didn't know what else to do. I'm so sorry. I've said that to my seven-year-old. I've cried in front of my kids and been like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they've cried with me. That's vulnerability. That's leadership. Guess what? You don't have to have all the answers because you're the boss. Guess what? You don't have to have all the answers because you're the coach. In my programs, I fucking fall apart as well. And I tell them, I don't have my shit together. My sisterhood ladies, listen to this episode. Listen to my episode about my life falling apart. I think that's the reason why they choose to work with me because I'm real about that. And vulnerability creates connection. Vulnerability goes, me too, and me too. I see you, me too, high five, hug me. Vulnerability is welcoming and creates connection. And it allows you the permission to be human. You're not going to be perfect. I have a quote in the book, confidence feels like shit. If you haven't got the book, go get the book or get the audio book. You can get it on my website. I'll link it in the show notes as well. And the quote in my book says, perfection erodes connection. The more perfect you are, the less connected to you I feel. Perfection erodes connection. Vulnerability creates connection. It's welcoming. It's inviting. Now, do you have to tell everybody all your TMI? No, you don't. Do you have to share your shit with people you don't trust? Hell no. Brene Brown talks about that. Like, choose who you want to be vulnerable with. I agree. Be a custodian of your vulnerability and what you want to share and really hold it close to the people that you trust, 100%. But if you are a leader, a parent, a business owner, an influencer, and you think you're going to build trust with people by being perfect and nothing is wrong and never showing your true colors and what you're struggling with and going through, that's not creating any connection. It's eroding connection. And vulnerability does that. It brings us together. It humanizes the fucking experience of being a human. We don't know what we're doing here on this floating rock in space. Yo, like this shit's wild. We're navigating stuff together, figuring it out. And I'm telling you, when people ask me, what do you think is a superpower? Besides having a fuckload of energy, I think my vulnerability is a superpower. I'm willing for you to see me stripped down, 
metaphorically naked. I don't give a fuck. Look at my scars. Look at my cellulite. Look at my shit. This is all my shit. Look at it. Resonate with it. Feel it. Be seen. Let me see you. Done. The trust level is 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 high because I am the people I speak to. I am you. And I know that there's a version of you that's me. That's why we co-created. That's how you found this episode. That's how you found this podcast. This is how I found you. Yeah, you're on the other side listening and I'm talking to you, but don't get it twisted. I also attracted you and I need you here just as much as you need me here. I don't pretend that I'm talking into a mic to people. No, we are co-creating. That is so powerful. And vulnerability and stories and sharing real shit does that. And that's why people transform from a podcast or transform from a conversation that you have or a letter that you write or an Instagram video you decide to do and people message you like, wow, thank you so much for saying that. I felt that. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. It's beautiful. And I know it's hard, but I encourage you to step into some vulnerability today. What can you do today that will give you a little taste of vulnerability that feels safe to you? Because you got to feel safe. Remember that. If we're not safe, we're not going to be vulnerable. If we're around assholes, we're not going to be, you know, I think about birth and I really love, I loved home birthing. I love birth. I almost became a doula. Okay. Like I almost was like, do I need to go into the birth space? Because the birth space is so in need of help. Okay. It needs help. So to anybody out there doing birth work, high five, because we need you. We are so delusional about the way birth happens now It's and, and death. So I was having my baby and I remember reading Inime Gaskins. Inime is amazing. This woman in America, she's just a legend of in the birth space. And she was sharing that it's not normal for you to take a shit with the lights on while everybody's watching you. A dog doesn't go, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm taking a shit. A dog goes to the corner. The cat goes into their litter box. Like there are certain things that we need safe spaces for. And I know it's gross to think about this, but your butthole will not open. It will not. Like your colon and all that muscle shit will tighten the ass up, literally, <laughs> and you will not do it. Guess what happens when you're birthing? The same exact thing. The birth canal, that shit's going to close if there are bright lights on and people looking at you, telling you to push and asking you how many centimeters you're dilated. Like it's so opposite of what's natural for us. So what do we need to feel vulnerable? We need safe spaces. We need trust. We need to know that who we're speaking to is going to be supportive and not judge us or cut us down or share our stuff. And we need to own our stuff because if tomorrow somebody talks shit about my stories, I wouldn't give a fuck because I already talked about them and talked shit about them myself. So vulnerability also requires this like level of self-confidence. And that's why it's hard. If you care what people think about you, if you don't trust other people, if you're surrounded by people that are fake and, and not opening up and being vulnerable to you, and if you don't have the self-confidence to own who you are in that moment, not who you are, just in that moment which again requires no judgment of self, it's going to feel difficult. And I want to challenge you out of all the things we spoke about just now, what is the one that sticks out to you the most? Is it confidence? Is it trust? Is it you owning who you are? Is it caring what other people think? What is the thing that's blocking, cock blocking your vulnerability right now? I want you to think about that. I want you to marinate on that till I see you next week for the next episode. And I want you to let me know if you've enjoyed this episode, if you got something from this Hit me up, hit me in the DMs, hit me on Instagram. Y'all know what to do. I am here and I want to know how this is 
challenging you to step into some vulnerability because yes, it's hard until it's not, until you own all the parts of you and you start to see other people own all the parts of them and you realize that we are more alike than we are different. And that, my friend, is gold. I love you. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it, and if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.